know, if you're a messy cleaner, you, know, you might have some, but I never have to like wipe shit off my phone or anything like that. Yes, sir. And then remind me not to talk on your phone. If I ever see you, remind me not to talk on your phone. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> What's up? How was your day? Yeah, it sucked, but uh, another day. But let's see. I did the uh, did. I woke up, uh, listened to the uh, rock forum for a little bit, and listened to a little bit of the oldies forum. And did the radio station in my head. And uh, munched out, which you called like right when I was starting to munch out. <laughs> and, uh, or when I was getting my stuff together to munch out. And then, uh, uh then, uh, so yeah, munched out and, uh, did dishes. And then I called you. Sounds like an uneventful day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I could not get my ass out of bed today, man. Yeah. And I was laying on my fucking phone, so I didn't hear my peer support call me. Yeah, okay. So didn't get to go to a meeting or run any errands, so that sucks. But my bling is on the way, so that's a good thing. Okay, cool. And then what else? Finish that vampire show. Which is too bad. It came out in 2018 and there still ain't a season. But you never know with anime. It could take five, ten years to get a new season or something. That'd be weird. It'd be like five, ten years of winter. And then, oh, it might be springtime. But... Another year? Yeah, I just ended up finding a random diamond in the rough on Hulu. Right on. But Hulu usually gets a hold of all the best animes. Ah, okay. Especially the ones that are just now streaming in Japan. They usually get them first. But, uh, yeah, my Amazon packages arrived, so my new Yoda shirt is at my mom's house. Uh-huh. And my, my first girlfriend was... used to call my dick. She used to call it Yoda. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you go, let me look, let me take a look at Yoda. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be bizarre. Okay. Okay, well, I don't know who knows me, so. Okay, I don't know. What's don't going know on? nothing.
Was that Brent or something? Yeah, it was Russell. When some guy in the corner was asking about you, like, hey, what do they want? Who was who was it? It sounds like he's on PCP again. Well, like when you know, it's like uh, when isn't that happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck food. They use my SSI, but you do PCP. Yeah, no, I don't think it stops them from getting food, but. It's around a lot. Yeah. (laughs) A couple of people here that don't buy food because uh, they'd rather spend it on. Food stamps and, and other shit. Oh, yeah, and I finally. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, nothing. I finally finished that to the top, so record it. Oh, right on. It's getting good responses so far. I've only posted cool. it to my band lab app. Okay. Still need well, to let's get hope it. they don't tape over it this time. Nah, I didn't have nobody else on it. Okay. My rap crews kind of went silent on me, so I've just been making shit on my own. Okay. Want to check it out? Okay. Make my way to the top, trying to make it without a block. Gotta make it, it ain't no stop. Ain't got no fans to make it drop. This real rap shit, it ain't no pop. It's the time to just let it drop. Speaker popping like a crack rock. Make my way to the top, always let it drop. This beat just knock there be my flock. Don't bring no glock. My CD hot for free. Be shocked. This is hip hop. Got number watch fan. Grab my crotch fan. Might get sock cream of the crop. It might be pop. Ha ha ha. Found out. I spot the clock, hip-hop, tick-tock, wristwatch, can rock a thought if I, you see my block, it can't get knocked, I got to watch it, suck a jock, but hate get drop, if my top notch, it pop a prop, and my voice clock, I rap it, pop this target quap, gotta get paid. Got to be true, got to be new in this rap crew, niggas got to We get back, we get back, Big Mac attack. My voice could clap. I'm from the label, fly under table. My run the label, not some of fable. Man, under navel, tense under cable. Fair from the label, fair one disabled. She mighty devil, she smiley level. We quite disheveled. Damn, girl. Rap game be claimed to fame is so insane. I stream, maintain the range to bang with strange music. Mainstream, lose it. Mainstream, do it. Rank dream, lose it. Mangle, ruse it. Tango, fuse with dangle music. Handle, crew with mantle rubric. Sir, yes, sir. Got to be true. Got to be you in this rap crew. Niggas got you. Ooh. Bring it back, bring it back. Big Mac attack. 
my voice click clack. He rap animal, he cap Hannibal, the rap cannibal, my rise fallible, high rise plentiful, they bout animal, say how laughable, say how valuable, get back tackable, rap game nappable, big fat snackable, fact that plackable, trap rap hackable, fact that macable, cause boo up. Track that fat Mac attack a hack, big hack, metal, floral, black, bring bomb to packs like on contract. I better stack up a rack or flat on back where you'll be at, where you shall lack. I sign blood pack with Yahweh Factor. I get jacked. Give me that. Got to be true, got to be you in this rap crew. Niggas got you. Bring it back, bring it back. Big Mac attack. My voice click clack. See how I feel, got to be real and take red pill that make me real. I want to chill, but I may deal. Fuck with that ill, say he will kill. If they do kneel, he will be healed and make him squeal. Bloody seal, cap that he peel, the cards he deal. Hold him or fold him. Yahweh take his soul to grave and if I'm faking, shaking, baking, false hope making to be great and like a mason can't be hating on the next man that say I can't put hate in camp and say that is the plan I'm thinking damn take it like a man got to be true got to be you in this rap crew niggas got you bring it back bring it back big mac attack my voice click clack. My slack tighten, snap rap fighting like a titan. Passy find it, no rewinding. To be kind in how I'm rhyming. In recovery, sober minded merch. I'm signing church fans, smiling, lady whining, back to grinding. Yep, that's it. That's it. Thoughts, comments? I don't know, that's all right. I could be like all the people asking when I was when I was playing with my first bit. Well, what do you think? Uh, you have potential. <laughs> you just don't give up your day job giving hand jobs to uh, people, you know. No, nah. that, that's a more lucrative field. Of course, hand jobs are more more lucrative than rapping. But uh, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. Yeah, I'm surprised you had that impression because I wasn't talking about slinging guns or I know, I know. being I'm fake just, and shit like that. No, I'm just missing it. I didn't have an impression. But uh, we're going to start with an hour of Google and then move to NPR. Former Senator Orrin Hatch dies at 88. 
What he done? Huh? Where did the person die? Longest service senator in Utah history died in Salt Lake City on Saturday at the age of 88, according to Hatch Foundation release. Uh, did not include cause of death, so we don't know. Want to go to the next article? Was this one again? Orrin Hatch died. Oh, okay. I remember him from the Iran Contra hearings. Yeah. Dude from, I uh, don't not you to think that I'd have Uh, Utah. I remember him funny. Yep, he did. He did. Oh my god. One less swamp thing. I don't know if he was a bad dude or not. Before my time. And then Russia, Ukraine, latest news. Then apparently Lloyd Austin and Anthony Blinken will visit Kiev. Which I don't really care about that. Okay, so uh, what are they saying about what Russia's attacking Kiev again? No, like uh, the Secretary of State and Defense Secretary will visit Q. Oh, okay. So Jen Psaki and some other dude or chick or whoever the fuck it is. Okay, so they're going to see what's going on in the war. And apparently Putin doesn't have much control over his military guys because they're... Using air attacks and storming the Azov stall steel plant. Okay. So, what did they do again? They're storming and air attacking the Azov stall steel plant. Okay. And Russia doesn't want him to do that? Putin said not to. Oh, okay. So the Russian army is not really following Putin's orders either. It's just like, hey, we're away. Putin can't find us. We can do whatever the hell we want. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, anything else new in the article? Uh... 
Zelensky said a Russian general's remarks that Moscow aims to take control of southern Ukraine confirmed his belief that it never intended to stop at the eastern Donbass region. Russia launched a missile strike on Odessa further along the Black Sea coast to the west, killing eight people and wounding 18, he said. So, eight Ukrainians, uh, 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 uh. Uh, Thank you, Count from Sesame Street. Whenever there's a death toll, we can always count on you. Anyway, uh, is there anything else new? And then Turkey closes its airspace to Russian jets flying to Syria's war. Okay. So they can't get in through uh, Turkey, I guess it was? Yeah. Okay. And then Ukraine needs nations to follow up on aid to fill five billion dollar gap mm-hmm. uh, okay, so what's the uh, is there any more to this uh, Germany to borrow extra 40 billion euros to cushion war blow So they're basically going to take out a $43 billion uh, loan. Okay, uh, what's the next article? Or where are we? Or we got more with this one? It says the adjustment is needed to help finance a range of government measures designed to offset the economic impact of the war and surging energy prices on companies and consumers, said the people. Speaking on condition of anonymity before the fiscal plan is presented to the cabinet on Wednesday. What else is in the article? Uh, NAFTO gas CEO says some gas transit via Ukraine at risk. One third of gas volume shipped via Ukraine to Europe could be lost due to Russian forces in recently occupied territories, according to the head of state known. Well, head of state-owned NAFTA gas, Ukraine. Yeah, I remember that. Moscow's troops are disrupting the operation of pumping stations. Russia has continued to pay Kiev to ship about a third of its supplies to Europe via Ukraine despite the war. (laughs) Well, that's bizarre. 
So we're bombing your country, but ship our oil for us. We will make you rich. Yeah, looks like uh, Russia is getting around the U.S.'s uh, tariff somewhat. What's that line read again? Russia is paying Ukraine to ship their oil for them. Uh, Europe must sustain sanctions long-term Germany. Maybe even permanently, says Germany. And that's the end of the article. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one. Just people taking the government for all it's worth? I don't know. And then Air Force General convicted in historic trial at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. So that uh, military guy got convicted of sexual assault. Hmm, okay. And then what will the stars of CNN Plus do now? Chris Wallace is a logical fit for fired Chris Cuomo slot. I don't know. You know, the Fox trader. Little traitor. And then corporations made huge miscalculation backing Black Lives Matter, Trump's former diversity leader says. Mm -hmm. So you want to go into that one or keep it moving? Um, I don't know, is that one self-explanatory enough? Not really. Okay, then let's go into it. Bruce Lavelle accuses Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation of intentionally sowing disharmony and racial tension for profit. 
Which is probably true. Yeah. Bruce Lavelle, a former diversity leader under the Donald Trump administration, published an op-ed condemning Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation and corporations helping to fund the group. Lavelle, a black businessman from Georgia who served as an advisor in the Trump administration, wrote an op-ed to urge corporations away from BLM GNF as the nonprofit heavyweight comes under the microscope for alleged financial misconduct. Lavelle accused the group of intentionally sowing disharmony and racial tension for profit. Black lives do matter. I say that as a black man myself, but the concept isn't really in dispute among ordinary right-thinking Americans of any race or ethnicity, Lavelle wrote. The BLM GNF does everything it can to cultivate the opposite impression because it profits off grievance politics, but its narrative couldn't be further from the truth. Unfortunately, BLM GNF has intimidated the leaders of some of America's largest corporations into paying fealty to its harmful and deceptive narrative. Rather than challenge the Marxist provocateurs at BLM GNF, corporate leaders have prostrated themselves and even donated shareholder resources to a cause that is intrinsically opposed to free markets individual liberties, law and order, and everything else that allows American businesses to thrive. I don't know about Black Lives Matter being against individual liberties, but I'd agree with the rest. Any thoughts? Yeah. You awake, man? Well, let's try and get Cocaine's back. I think he fell asleep or some shit. Hi, this is Kyle. I'm not in right now, but leave a message after. Uh-huh. I guess we'll end the segment for today. Hopefully we can, well, Kyle Chaos will call back, but all right. Peace out. Uh, well, we're back, luckily. Okay, so what's this article we're, we're starting on? The Black Lives Matter, well, uh, this guy that's a former Trump diversity leader, 
says that corporations shouldn't have given money to Black Lives Matter. Okay, but this is a Trump dude saying that, so why, you know, like, why take that from a Trump person? <laughs> well, he's a black Trump person. Doesn't matter, he's still a Trump person. <laughs> I think it's a credible viewpoint. Okay, well, we'll hear his viewpoint. Bruce Lavelle accuses Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation of intentionally sowing disharmony and racial tension for profit. Okay, I mean, they're just an activist group like any other activist group, so... I mean, if that's the case, then all activist groups do that, so... I don't know if I'm buying that argument. The BLM GNF does everything it can to cultivate the opposite impression because it profits off grievance politics, but its narrative couldn't be further from the truth. Unfortunately, BLM, BLM GNF has intimidated the leaders of some of America's largest corporations into paying fealty to its harmful and deceptive narrative. Rather than challenging the Marxist prov- provocateurs at BLM GNF, corporate leaders have prostrated themselves and even donated shareholder resources to a cause that is intrinsically opposed to free markets, individual liberties, law and order, and everything else that allows American businesses to thrive. Okay, what, what are they saying that it's opposed to again? Let's go back to that part. Everything that... He just mentioned a bunch of things. Rather than challenging the Marxist provocateurs... Corporate leaders have prostrated themselves and even donated shareholder resources to a cause that is intrinsically opposed to free markets, individual liberties, law and order, and everything else that allows American businesses to thrive. Okay, well, you know, the free markets, that's probably a good thing. Uh, Individual liberty is a good thing. Law and order is not a good thing. I mean, I think we need to be opposed to law and order. But okay. That's what he's saying. They oppose free markets and individual liberties. Okay, but, you know, but I agree with them on opposing law and order. (laughs) So it's good to oppose free markets and individual liberties. No, no, I'm not saying it's good to oppose free markets and individual liberties, but I think it's good to oppose law and order. The op-ed also served as a springboard for Lavelle to announce its latest, well, his latest venture with Concerned Communities of America, where he is on the board of directors. CCA aims to push corporations to disavow BLM GNF's platform. 
Okay, he just seems like a dude who's really pissed off at Black Lives Matter so far. Corporations such as Papa John's and Coca-Cola want to be on the right side of history. But their leaders made a huge miscalculation by throwing their lot in with a radical anti-American organization. Okay, well, I don't know. I think if anything that's what they'd call pro-American is probably on the wrong side of history. So. CCA is offering them a way out and a way to put themselves and their companies back on the side of their customers and the majority of the American public. I think he's just like, you can give money to our little pro-Republican organizations. You know, what else in the article? BLM, GNF, and the wider movement named after the group became a political hot potato after financial leaks showed... Founders misusing funds to purchase multiple mansions, overpaying friends for services, and more. Additionally, the group called to defund police departments across the country. Well, I think that was a good thing. I think we should be defunding police departments all across the country. Correlates and with unfortunately, a, it looks like the, the, the people in power are going to do the exact opposite and keep things going in the same direction that they've always been and... and calling it change when it's just change going back to the old bullshit way it was uh, back uh, before 2013 again. Correlate correlates with a spike in violence in black communities. Okay, well I think that's a good thing because uh, you're not, I don't know, maybe that's not a good thing, but okay, it's happening, it's our we were meant to kill each other, so okay. Fox News Digital reached out to Black Lives Matter, inquiring if they had a comment on FBI data showing there was a 32% increase in black murders in 2020 compared to 2019, as well as a comment regarding experts such as the Manhattan Institute's Heather McDonald arguing that Black Lives Matter and defund the police movements contributed to the murder spike, not the coronavirus. Okay, I don't know if I believe any of their way of looking at it, so I wouldn't have commented if they were asking me to comment to that if I was from one of their, if I was from that organization. It's like, oh, you want me to respond to your lame propaganda? Yeah, Black Lives Matter didn't respond. Okay, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> and that's the end of the article. Okay, that article was completely bullshit to me, but okay. Yeah, I thought he had a few good points. He had a few good points, I'll, I'll say that, but overall it was just like the, it was just the, the position that the Republicans have been wanting to get across that I think they've done too much of a, a of a process of getting across like the media is totally trying to push that message and i'm not really believing it (laughs) but okay they had a few good points but not many 
France election 2022. Macron leads over Le Pen as campaigning ends. Oh, that sucks. So that's depressing, but let's go into this, see how much uh, we're going to... That France is going to continue to be screwed over by um, Macron. Yeah, probably. If you believe these polls... Oh, the Washington Post wouldn't let us read it, so here's a YouTube Did I tell video. you I bought our car from Carvana? Yeah, here's what? It was so easy. I found... I said, uh, Washington Post wouldn't let me read it, so I found a YouTube video. Okay, well, let's watch that. The perfect car. Under budget, too. And I get seven days to love it or my money back. I love it! I thought online meant no one... Tonight, French President Emmanuel Macron, just 24 hours away from a critical election test. Can he hold off surging support for the flag-waving far-right Marine Le Pen, who's zeroing in on people's economic struggles? She's a fan of President Trump and President Putin, a past campaign even funded by Russians. And she's openly hostile to NATO. Macron's supporters we met today all had one word for her. Very dangerous. But Macron branded an establishment elitist by his opponent in their heated television debate. Students we watched with left disillusioned. Raise your hand if you thought that Macron won that debate. Polls say most French think he did win the debate and will win on Sunday. But the gap has been closing. And outside Paris, we found others ready to vote for anyone but Macron and reluctant to admit it. I think I'm going to vote for the other candidate because... The other candidate, not Macron. But you don't want to say her name. This weekend, America and the West's united support for Ukraine on the battlefield may be upended by the ballot box here in France. Thanks for watching our YouTube. This ain't looking good for Macron, at least on the street. Yeah, no, I mean, that made me feel better. I, I really don't want to, don't like the idea of Macron winning. He's pretty fucked up. The other candidates fucked up. I just wish France had a better choice than a choice between a, a socialist globalist and a neo-Nazi. <laughs> um, but okay, I mean, I'd rather see Le Pen win just because he wants. She would. Uh, she would give a. Uh, uh, get some European, you know, get a country in Europe to go against this war and against uh, the EU and all that. So I don't know. And then Biden. It isn't much of a choice. But go on. And then Biden on Florida's don't say gay law. What the hell is going on here? Okay, well, let's hear what Biden has to say about that. We might have a video that'll describe.
showing. Trying to get through it. At a Democratic fundraiser in Seattle on Thursday, President Biden weighed in on the fallout over the bill signed by Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis last month, banning teachers from holding classroom instruction about sexual orientation or gender identity. The measure dubbed by critics the Don't Say Gay Law. This is not your father's Republican Party, Biden said at the fundraiser. Okay. This is a different deal, not a joke, and it's not just Trump. It's the MAGA crowd. It's all about things that have nothing to do with traditional conservative doctrine. Okay. Earlier Thursday, Florida's Republican-controlled legislature passed additional legislation that would strip the Walt Disney Company of its self-governance privileges in the state after the company criticized the Don't Say Gay law. It was passed by the state Senate on Wednesday and signed by DeSantis Friday afternoon. Disney and other woke corporations won't get away with peddling their unchecked pressure campaigns any longer, DeSantis wrote in a letter (coughs) to his supporters Wednesday. If we want to keep the Democrat machine and their corporate lapdogs accountable, we have to stand together now. Okay. The Democrat machine and their corporate people is not the same thing as a woke group of people. So, okay, again, they're like, equip, you know, putting things to get, correlating things that don't correlate together. Or at least that's what Ron DeSantis is doing. He's correlating things that don't really correlate together, but okay. Anyway, what else in the article? I respect conservatives, Biden continued. There's nothing conservative about deciding you're going to throw Disney out of its present posture because Mickey Mouse. In fact, you think we should not be able to say, you know, gay. I mean, that's going on here. I mean, what's going on here? What the hell is going on here? Biden made similar comments at a DNC fundraiser in Portland, Oregon earlier in the day. Okay, well, his comments weren't really that clear. I mean, I get, okay, like, I don't get why, why, uh, Ron DeSantis is, is punishing Disney for going against the bill, but okay, whatever he said about Mickey Mouse just sounded like it didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Know, and, and maybe Mickey maybe Mickey Mouse is, is uh, you know, maybe at some point, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse is going to buttfuck Goofy or something, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> or have Goofy suck his dick or something. 
Well, that's the definition of a goof troop. No, you just picture it. Come on. Come on, Goofy. <laughs> Come on. I can't do a good I can't do a good Mickey Mouse either right now. Forget it, I'm not even gonna try to do Mickey Mouse. Come on, Goofy, huh? <laughs> Suck my dick, huh? <laughs> exactly, that's probably what's going on. A heel? A heel? Mickey Mouse gives good blowjobs. A heel? A heel? A heel? The far right has taken over that party, Biden said. It's not even conservative in a traditional sense of conservative. It's mean, it's ugly, it's the way, look what's happening down in Florida. They're going after Mickey Mouse. I mean, seriously, think about it. As my friend used to say. That's a good thing, I think. I mean, Mickey Mouse should have been gone after a long, like way back in the 80s, somebody should have. uh... Somebody should have tried to, to blow Mickey Mouse's uh, ears off, at least. <laughs> I enjoyed, like, uh, what was that fucking show called? Not the corny shit, like, the Mickey Mouse, like, cartoon, like, fuck. Like, it had all the different, you know, characters on it. Like, it was pretty good. You talking Fantasia, maybe? No, nah, not that movie. Okay, so I don't know what you're talking about. Let me look at the Mickey Mouse show from the 90s. <laughs> what, DuckTales? <laughs> nah, that was a... Daffy Duck. Yeah, okay. Yeah, House of Mouse, that was the show. Okay. And I really was not into anything Disney, really. I would have wanted to blow Disney. I would have wanted to blow Mickey's Mickey's head off. Like, Goof Troop was pretty good. Uh, What else? Even, like, the Goofy movie and shit. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. It's okay. Biden kind of said something, but not a hell of a lot on this thing. But okay, Biden kind of said something. It's a form of bullying, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said on March 10th. It is horrific. That is kind of a form of bullying. That's true. I don't know. 
Like, I think, like, they just went a little too far with stopping the Democrat agenda of teaching, you know, kids, you know, about gay shit way too early. I don't know if that's really a Democrat agenda. It's more a gay agenda. I don't think it's a Democrat. You know, I think it's a gay rights politicians agenda or, or not politics, gay rights groups agenda. I don't really think it's really a Democrat, a Democrat's agenda. Well, the Democrats are all up in arms about this don't say gay bill. Yeah, but I mean, I think a lot of people are upset about it because it's just like they see it as messing with the teachers that are with the people who like gay couples that adopt kids. I mean, I think that's the main objection people have to it. Yeah, my neighbors are fighting about something. Hey, you can start going, Jerry, 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 Jerry. Anyway, is there anything else in this article? Or... <laughs> this dude's really screaming. Okay. Ooh, almost like remembering being back at birth. <laughs> January 6th revelations will blow the roof off the house, Representative Jamie Raskin says. Okay, let's go into this article. Yeah, I thought it would blow a roof off the house if uh, somebody had a, had a bomb attached to the to the roof of the of the uh, of the uh, House of Representatives. The January sixth committee plans to hold hearings in June. And aims to have a report out about their investigation by the end of summer. Oh or no! Early fall. What? By the end of summer, what? Or early fall. Oh no! See, this is everything I was worried about. That this committee would come up with some group of findings, which is going to lead to some new laws that'll take away more of our freedom. Damn it. Because that's what the 9 and 11 commission is, and now this commission's doing the same bullshit, which is what I was worried about when they started this shit. The 9-11 commission led to more laws taking away our freedom, and this could lead to more laws taking away our freedom, and this is, I'm really about it. I was hoping somebody in the Republicans could have stopped this whole committee bullshit from happening. But, uh, I don't know. Let's hope that because the Republicans uh, have more... I don't know. Let's hope the Republicans can at least stop this 
any new laws from being voted on based on whatever findings this committee have, uh, does. Well, sounds like they're having fun out there. Yep. I don't know, but this guy, he's just, this is just supposition. He doesn't actually have any facts. Okay, so who's saying that they're going to have a report and a list of findings? Like once this this, uh, committee is, is coming together. Representative Jamie Raskin, Democrat, MD. Okay, so Maryland, Maryland Democrat is talking about it. Well, that 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 doesn't sound like supposition if it's coming from somebody from the House. It literally says in the next thing suggested that the House January Sixth Committee upcoming hearings will be dramatic and include explosive revelations that the panel has been piecing together behind the scenes for months. Okay. That's a lot of supposition. Okay. There you go, next article. And are they say anything else? Not anything important. Okay, so nothing new in this? No, it's just his statements. The hearings will tell a story that will really blow the roof off the house, Raskin said Thursday. Okay, what else is he saying? Members of the committee plan to hold those hearings in June and aim to have a report out about their investigation by the end of the summer or early fall, said Raskin, who sits on the panel. No president has ever come close to doing what happened here in terms of trying to organize an inside coup to overthrow an election and bypass the constitutional order, he said. And then also use I think a, if it, go on. And then also use a violent insurrection made up of domestic violent extremist groups, white nationalists and racists fascist groups in order to support the coup. Okay, well, I don't know. I think it's just people from these different groups that did it by themselves uh, more than anything. I mean, I think it's just a bunch of people that were upset about the lockdowns. And you just want to make sure that you can lock down the country and have nobody do anything to about it afterwards so I'm still scared of what could happen after after their uh, committee uh, hearings that's the end of the article okay uh, well let's I really hope the uh, they don't come I hope that, that these committee hearings don't lead to any new laws that take away our freedom more than we've already lost our freedom. You know, I just, I just hope that doesn't happen.
And then Joe Rogan claims massive subscriber boost due to recent controversies. Okay. Uh, let's go into this. You don't think that one's self-explanatory? Okay, I guess it's self-explanatory. Let's go to the next article. What are howitzers? A look at the cannons in the latest U.S. military aid to Ukraine. Do we really care? I mean, I know they've used them, but it's like I don't want to find out more details on the war unless it's something new that's happened. Uh, Elon Musk registers three X Holdings companies to support Twitter takeover bid. Yeah, no, this is the best news I've heard, so yeah, let's go into this. It means maybe if uh, Elon Musk can buy Twitter, then, then they'll stop the censorship of Twitter at least. Stop this this Twitter. Stop the Twitter. Stop the Twitter censorship. Uh, Musk, who is exploring a possible tender offer for Twitter, has lined up approximately $46.5 billion in commitments. To help finance a potential deal. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk has registered three companies in Delaware under the name X Holdings to support his bid to buy Twitter and take the social media giant private. Okay. According to a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission on Wednesday, X Holdings I would serve as the parent company overseeing a potential transaction, while X Holdings Two would merge with Twitter and be used to purchase its outstanding common stock. A separate SEC filing adds that X Holdings Three would be used to help fund the transaction. Okay. Musk is exploring whether to commence a tender offer to acquire all outstanding shares of Twitter's common stock, citing the board's lack of response to his 54.20 per share offer. Okay. Musk says he has received commitments of approximately $46.5 billion to help finance a potential deal, including roughly $21 billion in equity financing and around $25.5 billion in debt financing through Morgan Stanley Senior Funding and other firms, including Bank of America, Muzo, Muzo Bank, Barclays, MUFG, Societe Generale, and BMP Paribus. Okay. Twitter told Fox Business Thursday it was in receipt of Musk's updated non-binding proposal 
adding that it is committed to conducting a careful, comprehensive, and deliberate review to determine the course of action that it believes is in the best interest of the company and all Twitter stockholders. Okay, what else in the article? Musk, who is a 9.2 stakeholder in Twitter, has been a harsh critic of the platform and its chief executive, Parag Agrawal, and recently questioned whether the company rigorously adheres to free speech principles. Well, it obviously doesn't. Though Musk was initially invited to join Twitter's board, he later declined the offer. As part of joining the board, Musk would have been unable to own more than 14.9% of Twitter's stock while serving on the board or for 90 days after. Musk's board term would have expired at Twitter's 2024 annual meeting. Following the announcement of Musk's $43 billion bid, Twitter adopted a limited-duration shareholder rights plan, commonly referred to as a poison pill to prevent him or any other entity or group from acquiring beneficial ownership of 15% or more of Twitter's outstanding common stock. In a transaction not approved by the board, the plan will expire April 14th, 2023. Okay. It is unclear whether X Holdings could also be used to combine Musk's other companies, SpaceX, Tesla, Neuralink, and The Boring Company. In 2012, Musk expressed interest in creating a holding company that would own stock in both Tesla and SpaceX. In 2020, Tesla investor Dave Lee proposed forming a holding company called X, which Musk said was a good idea. In addition, Musk owns the domain X com, an online payment company which merged with PayPal. Okay. Musk recently told at TED's Chris Anderson that combining everything into one company would be tricky. Okay. Tesla is a publicly traded company and the investor base of Tesla and SpaceX and certainly Boring Company and Neuralink are quite different, Musk explained. It's not that easy to sort of combine these things. And that's the end of the article. Okay, well, I hope Elon Musk is successful in uh, buying out uh, Twitter and, and uh, taking, away the, taking the censorship away from Twitter. All right, ready to go to NPR? Um, okay, we still recording? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's go to NPR. How many minutes do we got? Uh, 
22. Okay. That, op that obsolescence 14. <laughs> okay. I'm not even high today. <laughs> College life isn't always Ramadan friendly. Some schools want to change that. Okay. See how they're trying to include the Muslims in, in college life. You can have some pork-free options in the cafeteria. You really want to go to this one? Uh, let's uh, let's go to the next article. Michigan GOP moves forward with 2020 election denying candidates. Wait, so they? Okay, who's being denied? Oh, 2020 election denying candidates that deny. 2020 election results. Yeah. Okay. Either way, that just means okay, Republicans are running, so okay. Uh, yeah, Leah, let's go into this. So, yeah, what's in the article? Michigan Republicans picked two candidates who denied the 2020 election results and have been endorsed by former President Donald Trump to serve as the state's next top <sighs> elections officer and top law enforcement official. Okay, so someone is going to be a top elections officer that didn't didn't believe that uh, uh, Biden won the election. No, no, that might be kind of scary. <laughs> Christina Caramo, a community college professor who rose to prominence after claiming she saw election fraud in Detroit. In the last presidential race, won the three-person race for Secretary of State with about 67% of the vote. At Saturday's GOP endorsement convention in Grand Rapids. Okay. On the November ballot, her opponent will be incumbent Democrat Jocelyn Benson. Okay. Nat Matt DePerno. An attorney who has pushed Trump's false claims of election fraud won the party's endorsement for attorney general in a runoff race. DiPerno took 54% of the vote to defeat former State House Speaker Tom Leonard, who was seen as the more establishment Republican candidate. DiPerno is now running against incumbent Democrat Dana, Dana Nassell. Okay. Michigan does not hold primary elections for a number of down-ballot races, including the Secretary of State, 
who oversees elections and attorney general. Instead, Republicans and Democrats endorse and nominate candidates for November's general election at the party conventions. Okay. And what else in the article? And this weekend's GOP convention, the party noted resoundingly to support former President Trump's false claims about the 2020 election. Okay, well, that's not good for them, but okay. About 2,000 delegates from across the state participated in the vote. Uh, what else in the article? The convention was seen by many as the first major test of Trump's influence over the 2022 elections. Trump's former campaign attorney, Rudy Giuliani, attended the convention, as well as My Pillow founder, Mike Lindell, who has become a leader in the election denial movement. I believe there's no such thing as elections in this country. I don't believe in 2020 election results or the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I think uh, Biden really won the election personally. But... Yeah, I haven't seen any evidence that he didn't. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and I think Joe Biden is the Easter Bunny because I saw him giving weapons, you know, uh, hopping down the bunny trail, giving weapons. Uh, because the bunny trail leads right to the Ukraine, I'm telling you. Well, the Easter egg trail. No, whatever. You know, he, he was hiding uh, weapons for, for Ukrainian kids to find. Look, you got your own howitzer now. Now you can use this against Putin. Yeah, it looked like an anti-aircraft or gun. Gee, isn't this a lot more fun than, than lighting those spike those sparklers at home? <laughs> you have to watch some people explode instead of a bottle. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Just hope you don't get your little arms and legs blown off, kids. Because <laughs> they're shooting back. Anyway, what else is in the article? The former president came to Michigan earlier this month to stump with both Caramo and DePerno. This is not just about 2022, Trump said during his visit to the state in early April. This is about making sure Michigan is not rigged and stolen again in 2024. That sounds like the same message. Not really true, I don't think, but okay. Karamo is the first of many election-denying candidates running in Secretary of State races across the U.S. 
to move toward appearing on a state ballot in November. She has also said she doesn't believe evolution should be taught in schools. <laughs> okay, well, I could say, uh, I don't think uh, that the, the resurrection of Jesus should be taught at schools either, because I think, you know, it, it's if the 2020 election results weren't right, then probably the res- resurrection of Christ wasn't right either. Incumbent Democrat Benson faced a torrent of threats and harassment following the 2020 election. Although, uh, although after the burning down of uh, of the uh, after the burning down of, of the uh, the uh, uh, Branch Davidian complex in, in Waco, Texas, uh, David Koresh did rise from the dead three days later. <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, what else in the article? Uh, I think the same thing happened after Charlie Manson died. I think he rose from the dead a few days later. <laughs> Ahead of Saturday's vote, Benson said that she worried about the state of democracy. Should the state elect a Secretary of State candidate like Karama, who thinks the 2020 election was stolen? God damn, girl. I got some hot ass, tatted out goth bitch. What? Republican convention? Nah, in this ad. No, oh, okay. Cool. Fuck this shit. I wonder what they're trying to sell. Door. Uh, pants. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Do the pants look cool? Or... Yeah, they're kind of like the pants I was trying to look up. It's one of those targeted ads. Fucking Google in there spying. Oh, okay. It's like the pants you carried, some of those pants you couldn't afford. You were looking at them. <laughs> yeah, you were looking at them. They're way out of your price range, man. For, for fake rich goth chicks that have rich parents, right? Yep. Which makes me think, like, Jesus Christ, like... That's usually my clothing allowance. One of those pairs of pants is usually like six months of clothes. Like how much Damn. I spend on clothes every six months. Damn. Yeah, if they only like uh, measured money in, in, in the time that it took to save up for it. Instead, it wouldn't be dollars. It would be months worth of money. Yeah. It's fucked up, me. I could have been buying shit and all kinds of stuff over these last few months if they would have increased my damn pay. So. Yeah, I bet you did. No, that's okay. 
It's like putting arsonists in charge of a fire department. It's like putting a bank robber in charge of a bank, giving them the keys to the vault, Benson said. This is a choice between whether or not we'll have a democracy moving forward. No, no, that is probably true. Those dog-blooded Republicans, they don't want democracy. Well, they don't, but... (laughs) Neither do the Democrats, really. Neither party really wants a true democracy. Although, I don't know if I want a democracy. Democracy is really a, 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 a leadership of a, a ruler. It's really a lame majority of tyrants ruling, but okay. Well, if you let the minority rule, there will be revolution. That's the idea. Looking ahead to the general election, some Michigan political insiders question whether Karamo will be able to widen her support outside of Trump's base, considering the range of controversial views she has already voiced. I didn't know Trump had a base. Can he play? Trump don't look like he can play. Yeah, I don't think he has any rhythm to play the bass. (laughs) She appeared at a QAnon-adjacent rally last year. And she has said she believes the conspiracy theory the left-wing activists were behind the Capitol riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. (laughs) Like, wow, that's pretty out there. Okay. Every ad from April 24th through November is going to say QAnon Karamo is too crazy for us, said State Representative Bayou Lafave, or Lafave, a Republican who ran for Secretary of State against Karamo before Saturday's vote. That's the end of the article. Okay, um... I was hoping these people would go into what their issues are besides this stuff, and they didn't again. Every time I hear an article about two people that are running against each other, I keep hoping they'll say what their issues are, and they never do. So again, we didn't really learn that much. Nope. Well, whenever it's taken out of the refrigerator, it smells nasty. Probably rotten food. It smells like it. It smells like poo-poo in a pot. <laughs> well, maybe one of those weirdos is eating their own shit. Well, it's it's like the Auschwitz meals. Auschwitz meals fecal feast comes in corn, nuts, and uh, what spaghetti? <laughs> You know, the people in Auschwitz had to eat their own shit to survive. So we're giving you some real Auschwitz fecal feast meals. (laughs) 
looks like shit, it smells like shit, and it tastes like shit. Then the battle over the CDC's powers goes far beyond the travel mask mandate. Well, yeah, it's about everything important. I mean, the CDC has really taken away most of our freedom in this country, and they're trying to hold on to socialism, and it's really fucked up. So, yeah, let's go into this. It's a three-minute listen. The federal government is now appealing a court decision that struck down the federal mask mandate on public transportation. The Justice Department filed the appeal at the request of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Face coverings became optional this week on many planes, trains, and buses after a federal judge declared that the CDC had exceeded its authority in requiring masks for travelers. The CDC has faced many such challenges to its authority during the pandemic, to what it can and can't do in the name of public health. Now it's fighting back. NPR health reporter Ping Huang is here. Hi, Ping. Hey, Ari. So this mask ruling that is now being challenged by the Justice Department, will it stand? Well, that's still up in the air. As you mentioned, the Justice Department and CDC are now appealing to get a travel mask mandate reinstated. And the CDC says the order for wearing masks on planes, trains, and buses is still needed for public health. And also that appealing the decision protects their public health authority. The nationwide mask mandate on trains, buses, and planes was struck down Monday by a Trump-appointed judge who thought that the CDC did not have the authority to make people wear masks, even if it might be good for public health. The Justice Department and CDC disagree. So this evening, the DOJ filed a notice of appeal in federal court in Tampa to get the ball rolling. So if it was a question of authority, whether the CDC is allowed to do this, is it clear what kinds of powers the CDC has? Well, traditionally, the CDC makes the most use of its soft powers, you know, using science and reason to persuade states and individuals to do things for the sake of public health. But it also has hard powers, which go back to the 1944 Public Health Service Act. In the past, the agency has used these to quarantine individuals. And in this pandemic, CDC has been using them to issue broad orders on a range of things, like making travelers test a mask, to banning evictions and turning migrants away at the borders. Dr. Marty Setra, the CDC's head of global migration and quarantine, told me last year that this is new territory for the CDC. This has been the largest and most expansive or inclusive use of regulatory authority, given the unprecedented nature of this pandemic threat. No one from CDC would talk on the record now as these orders get challenged in court and the mask ruling was just the latest defeat. Like what were some of the others? Well, the biggest blow came last August when the Supreme Court ruled that the CDC exceeded its authority with its ban on evictions. Lindsay Wiley, a health law professor at UCLA, said that the move was a bit of a stretch for CDC. A lot of the general public and a lot of federal judges feel like, you know, this isn't exactly what CDC's role should be. This is something state and local governments are doing, and it should really be left to them. Ultimately, the Supreme Court said CDC didn't have the authority to do it, and they struck it down. Now, that was one ruling on evictions, but law experts say it had a ripple effect. Lower courts could use it to limit the CDC's powers, too, and the judge in Florida did cite it this week as she canceled the travel mask mandate. What would that ripple effect do if the CDC's powers get restricted more broadly? What kind of impacts could that have on public health? 
Well, health experts told me that they worry that limiting public health powers is short-sighted. Here's Wendy Parmit, a health law professor at Northeastern University. You can't assume that everything in the future is going to look either epidemiologically or politically like what we have seen. She says that the next pandemic could be very deadly to kids or one where Republicans might want more restrictive measures than Democrats as they did during the Ebola outbreak. She says that the CDC needs to have flexible powers to deal with health threats effectively. Now, ultimately, Congress may need to step in and spell out the agency's powers, but with the current political climate, it's not a clear path. That is NPR's Ping Huang. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, Ari. Well, I hope that these mandates will be taken down and, and that the CDC's powers will be decreased because this this has been a power grab by a lot of government people over the past two years, mostly Democrats, but Republicans have used this to uh, get a lot of power too. And these unelected officials have had too much power and it would be good to, uh, to see th- – them not being so powerful and, and to stop the socialism from being uh, forced down our throats. Patrick Leoya fled Congo to escape war. A traffic stop in Michigan cost him his life. Okay. Uh, let's go into this. Uh, yeah, what's in the article? It was about five years ago Patrick Leoya first stepped into Restoration Community Church. A small United Methodist congregation just outside Grand Rapids, Michigan. He was a new face, but he had a familiar story. Like most of the congregation, Loyola belonged to a sprawling African diaspora in Grand Rapids who came to the United States seeking safety and a better life. In Loyola's case... His family arrived as refugees from the Democratic Republic of Congo in 2014. They had escaped war in fear of persecution after more than a decade in a refugee camp. They seemed to have finally found a haven in Michigan. America meant opportunity for the family, so when Benza Mukele, the pastor at Restoration Community Church, and himself a refugee from Congo, met Leoya. And worse. But welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. Uh, tune in next time when we hear more about how we're being screwed with and how we're trying to stop ourselves from being screwed with, like if uh, Elon Musk uh, can buy Twitter or if uh, Le Pen can uh, get uh, France to not uh, support this stupid war. Yeah, hopefully.
hopefully Marine Le Pen defeats the slightly more villainous Emmanuel Macron. I don't know if I'm hoping anything, because, I mean, it's semi-hope, but I realize it's still like they don't really have a choice. There's a choice between a uh, socialist globalist and a neo-Nazi. That's not really a choice. Nope. But it's still half of a hope, so I don't know. It's all confusing. It could be a step in the right direction. Maybe. But it's still not going to be cool for... Uh, if you're Middle Eastern or, or Black in France, it's not cool. <laughs> I mean, it's really not cool. I don't even know why I'm doing the nervous laugh, because it's really not cool. Alright, get out of here, you hippies. This hippie is exiting the premises. Alright, peace out. Peace out, Canadians, eh? Eh?